0: Worship forever. We'll worship forever. We'll worship forever. I love you
1: forever I love you forever Lord. Greetings everyone I've had um, a couple of weeks away and restored my spirit restored my energy, and so it's good to be back with you. I hope I find all of you well and filled with the power of God's Holy Spirit. Doing these days of unseen things and new things and tragedies and all of the things that's going on, we can't help but be just a little weary. Why? Because we are human beings as we go to our message, I'm just going to ask that you put a little uh into it. There will be some times especially at the end of the message when I will ask you to repeat after me. I hope that you will do that. I think we need a little movement and a little joy because the presence of the Lord loves to be a part and come with joy. Joy. There is joy in you And so today, we're going to talk about, beloved, an encounter with the great I Am. We're going to the Gospel. No, not the Gospel, but the book, Old Testament book of Exodus. Exodus chapter 3, Exodus chapter 3, verses 7 through 15. Exodus chapter 3, verses 7 through 15, and listen now, listen now for the word of the Lord. Then the Lord said, I have observed the misery of my people who are in Egypt. I have heard their cry on account of their taskmasters. Oh, indeed, I know their sufferings, and I have come down to deliver them from the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land to a good and broad land, a land flowing with milk and honey, to the country of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, the Jezebites, the city of the Israelites has is now come to me. I have also seen how the Egyptians oppress them. So come, I'm going to send you, Moses, to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? And God said, I will be with you, and this shall be the sign for you that it is I who sent you. And when you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall worship God on this mountain. Ah, but Moses said to God, if I come to the Israelites and say to them, the God of your ancestors has sent me to you, and they ask me, what is his name? What shall I say to them? And God said to Moses, I am who I am. God said further, Thus you shall say to the Israelites, I am has sent me to you. And God also said to Moses, Thus you shall say to the Israelites, The Lord, the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and this my title for all generations. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. And now would you pray with me? Pray with me. Lord, as I stand before your people in your name, I ask that you would consecrate me now to thy service, Lord, by the power Of grace divine, let my soul look up with a steadfast hope and my will be lost. And I know allow the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart to be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, for you are my strength and you are my redeemer. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Let us all. For today is an encounter with the great I Am. Oh, our scripture lesson focuses on a man named Moses, and most of us are familiar with the biblical character Moses. He was the great African Edenic leader and lawgiver who God used to bring the Hebrew people out of slavery in Egypt, to, to, to form them into a nation for God's service, and then take them within reach Of the land promised to their forefathers, Moses, Moses belonged to the tribe of Levi, to the clan of Kohath, to to the house and family of Amram. Moses' growth to adult maturity took place in Egyptian court society, in the new kingdom period, a time during which he would undergo substantial basic training in the wisdom of the mysteries of Egypt. Moses was a Hebrew. He he was educated as a Semite, a foreigner in Pharaoh's court. We ought to know about it. But Moses was still Hebrew enough to identify with the suffering of his own Hebrew people. Moses remained so Hebrew, so ethnic. That he even killed an Egyptian overseer whom he found beating a Hebrew. But listen, when Moses realized that the word of what he had done was getting out all over the place, he he became afraid for his life and he ran to a place called Midian where where he found safety and security. Oh, but it was there and then while Moses was in his self-imposed exile that he had a mob encounter with almighty God. Wow. Oh, beloved, you know what? Many times when we have done something that we regret, we feel as if we need to hide. You know, I've heard people say, I'll come to church when I get my life together. Or I remember a a young brother once said to me, Pastor, I've done so many bad things been too bad to come inside the church. But you know what? I wonder where people got that from. Because the truth is that we all come to church because we can't get our lives together without the church. We come to church because we need the church. Amen? Well, now listen, listen. In the same way that God met Moses, God also meets us. He meets us in whatever place we may be. God is the kind of God who will take the worst of our character and turn it around and use it for the upbuilding of his kingdom if we'll just let him. Moses was a murderer, but God saw a deep love and compassion of his own people in Moses' spirit. Moses was running away. But God joined him in the flight and had an encounter with Moses. Oh, child of God, when we are in deep trouble, don't you know that's just a time when we can come face to face with almighty God? Oh, you might have taken the wrong turn in life and found yourself in a deep valley. I'm gonna tell you something, God will meet you in the valley. God will meet you when you're at your lowest. It it might be your emotional state. Sometimes we're just low in energy and low in passion. You might be down low with worry and down low with depression, down low with disgust, down low with despair, feeling down sometimes. It's just a fact of the human condition. Oh, many people are down today. But listen to me. For those of us who, who know God, we know from experience That is in the lowdown times that
0: God
1: will show up and God will take over and God will change the way you feel and the way you think. Oh, I know about it. God has no problem meeting us in our weakest moments. You know what? In fact, that's an opportune time for God to meet us and and have our full attention. You know, with all the things going on in the world today... God should have our undivided attention in times like these. Can I get an amen? I see your amens, people. I see you. Look at this. Moses was there in the desert wilderness keeping watch over the flock of sheep belonging to his father-in-law Jethro when God appeared to him in a burning bush. The Bible tells us that the bush was burning but it was not being consumed. Hmm. So even in this primary revelation of the person of God, God is letting us know that he can do anything. God can suspend the laws of nature and physics and thermodynamics to reveal his person and his power. And if God can do that, God can do anything. What does Luke 1.37 say? Luke 1.37 says, with God, all things will be impossible. Nothing. It says, with God, nothing will be impossible. What does Matthew 1926 say? Matthew 19.26 says, with God all things are possible. Glory to God. Now, but I don't know what anyone else thinks about it, but but I'm so glad to know that the God that I serve can do anything. When things are dark. I'm encouraged by the knowledge, remember now, that God can do anything, even when things are hard. I'm comforted by the fact that God can do anything. Even when the going is tough, even when it's rough, I'm strengthened by the truth that God can do anything. God appeared to Moses in an impossible way, yes, to get Moses' attention but also to show from the start that the impossible is possible with God. You see, you see Moses was to discover that God can do all things well, but, but first God had to get Moses on board with his plan for Moses' life. How many of you know the plan God has for your life? So, so when Moses approached the burning bush, God called out to him from the bush, and Moses answered, Here I am. Well, what else can you say in the presence of God? But here I am. This is one time when it does no good to pretend, because in God's presence, we're all naked and exposed. All we can say is, Here I am. Here I am, Lord. Here I am surrender to anybody surrender to God then God said to Moses do not come near and take off your shoes from your feet for the place on which you are standing is holy ground holy holy sin cannot touch it holy listen to me now because because these are significant instructions beloved We come before the Lord God, we must come with a different attitude, a a different posture, an attitude of reverence and a posture of humility. But when we come before God, we may not always have to take off our shoes. I remember how the old folks used to shout though and kick the shoes off. We may not have to take off our, our shoes, but we will have to take off something. We, we will at least have to take off our ego and, and take off our arrogance. Take off how important we think we are. People come to church trying to impress God when we ought to be impressed by God so that God can do something with us. God cannot and God will not use us when self is in the way. That's what we say. We say Lord, here I am. I'm humbled and I'm I'm in awe of your holiness and in reverence of your power. I'm, I'm needy. I'm available. Take me, Lord, and fix me and mend me and mold me and melt me. Help me, Lord. Heal me. Save me and use me to your glory. Here I am. And because Moses took his shoes off to show his humility and his obedience, then God spoke to Moses. And God said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. In other words, I was with you with them, and I'm also with you. Child of God, child of God. In this encounter, Moses was made aware of God's presence in a way he had never experienced before. You need to experience God in some new way. There's only one thing that is really important today. Only one thing that matters today in a time like this. The most important thing in all of life is to know what it is to be in the presence of Almighty God. be is a spiritual person. Not a religion, a spiritual person. A person who hungers for more of God's presence. Beloved, the thing that really matters today is that we look for the answer to the question. We need to be looking for the answer. What does it mean to be a spiritual being? When we can answer that question everything else, will fall into place. What does it mean to be spiritual? Well, one answer to that question is to be spiritual is to be aware of God's presence. And in fact, one way to personally determine how spiritual you are is to see how aware you are, I am, of God's presence when you got out of bed this morning, were you aware of God's presence, beloved? Oh, the glory of your presence. We, your people, we give you reverence, Arise from your rest and be blessed by our praise and we glory in your embrace as your
0: spirit
1: now fills this place. When you dressed yourself, were you aware of God's presence? The Lord is blessing me right now. He woke me up this morning and he started me on my way. The Lord is blessing me right now and as you are sitting here listening to the message. Are you aware of God's presence? When you finish watching the podcast, will you be aware of God? me say this, child of God, we get too caught up in people today. We want to have a lot of people around us all the time. We even break all the rules of COVID just to be in a crowd. We want to know the right people. We want to be able to call on people. We want to, we, we, we want to be seen with certain people. And, and don't get me wrong now, people, people, people are good. It's good to have people, you can count I have a group of people I love, among them my children, both physical and spiritual. And it's not just people we need when the going gets tough. It's listen to me. Listen to me. If you put all your faith in people, believe me, you'll be disappointed sometimes. Because people will not be available all the time, needy greedy. It's not people who will always be there when you need them. It's not people who can help us all the time. Somebody say amen. Oh, oh yes, we need people some of the time. But we need God all of the time. God said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. God said that. Because God knows that people will. They will leave you and forsake you because they're people. Well, listen, try this next time somebody asks you when trouble comes, who was with you? Somebody needs to say, God was with me. Uh, but who came when you needed them? Honey, God showed up, child. And God, God showed up. We get so caught up. So why are you talking about what somebody did not do? You know what you could be talking about? What God did do. I'm just going to tell you, if it had not been for the Lord, on my side and in my life, oh my God, I don't know where I'd be now, now, now. Oh, Jesus. now, God came at the right time to give Moses a godly assignment. So, so God came to tell Moses that he needed him to go bring his people out of slavery. God is doing that with a lot of people today because black lives matter. Uh, But Moses had a problem. Moses asked, Lord, what if I go to the people and I say to them, the God of your father has sent me, and they ask me, what is his name? What shall I say to them? And God said, say, I am who I am. I love God. I am who I am.
0: Save me. I love God's authority and his power.
1: God told Moses, tell the people that I am who I am. See? This construction is used to express a totality, an intensity, or emphasis. Therefore, the formula means, I am. Truly, he who exists and who will be dynamically present then and now in the situation to which I'm sending you, Moses. Uh, this will be his name, sound up. His name was his person and his character, his authority his power and his reputation, God said, just tell them, I am who I am, sent you, glory to God, I am who I am, sent you, listen, 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 God is the great I am, and we are his children. So he gives us an I am attitude, because we belong to him. Here's our our new I am attitude, our, our daily declaration and decrees, when we know that even in a time like this, I am, who I am, is with us. We can think, and we can say, I am healed, I am saved, I am protected. Delivered! I am encouraged. I'm able. I'm determined. I'm going to make it through this because God is the great I am who I am and God is the Lord of my life and with God I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me because my father is the great I am well then I am a child of the king of kings and the Lord Hold your head up, even during times like this. That I am the one who will have the victory because I am a child of the great. I am who I am. I am the head and not the tip. I am above and not beneath. I am more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus, my Lord and my Savior. Glory! I'm a child of the great. I am who I am. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I'm a child of the great. I am who I am. I'm covered with his blood. I'm surrounded by his angels. I'm enclosed in this hedge of protection. Tell your neighbor or talk to yourself. I want to hear you say out loud. Repeat after me, child of God. I am loved. I am forgiven. I am free. I am whole. And I am at peace. I am a child of the great I am, and he is with me right now and forevermore. In his presence, there is
0: fullness of joy. I am seen in the arms of God. The great I am.
1: Praise God. Praise God. Remember who you are, beloved child of God, remember who you are and who you are. Well, my dearly beloved, I pray that the word from the Lord has blessed you today. I now open the doors of the church and invite you to become a disciple of Jesus Christ because if you've never given your life to Jesus, you need to do it today. Because we don't know what tomorrow may bring. We don't even know if there will be a tomorrow. Don't don't let this time find you outside of God's church. Because joining the church will determine where you spend eternity. So if you'd like to join us here at Pagorma first, please write, text, call, or email, and we will respond. And also, dear one, I... I do hope that you will say amen to this service by hitting the thumbs up button and by subscribing to our channel. And I also offer you an opportunity to give to this ministry. Just go to our website and give with a cheerful heart. And remember now, spread the word of God by sharing this video. And now, dearly beloved, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with each and every one of you.